Cal, social justice warrior. <laughs> Can't get enough of that Jewish he crisp. Is... <laughs> 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 Wait, I missed entirely what you said. Adam. That was in poor taste. What? That's awesome. A- Adam is one of the most jovial, m- most jovial, most offensive With person Jewish of Chris. all of us. <laughs> Thank you. Jewish crisp. What? You can't see the Jewish crisp. Oh, oh my God. I see. <laughs> hey, you took it there. I did. Purple. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast. No, breakfast. <laughs> What's going on in here? Breakfast. Uh, this is episode negative 35. No. Yep. Nope. Negative 82. Oh. You're wrong. Shit. Kevin Bacon wasn't in Footloose. Nope. Damn it. Sorry. You're wrong. Um, yeah. Uh, episode negative 35. It is a great May uh, 26th. <laughs> it's a great day in May. The what best, do you say? Best darn May 26th I ever had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Boy, howdy. I mean, it's sunny out, which is great because not 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 like the three days ago or so, it was fucking snowing outside. So Or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was a bird. I don't remember yeah. snow. No, no there, there was there. rain, though. It was like it's been raining all fucking week. It was like hurricane yeah. jerk off yesterday. Um, it's fine. It's been good. Yep. And I am Tal. I'm Roland. No. Yeah. And no. you're goat. I'm goat. You are goat. I am doom goat. Prepare for the goat apocalypse. You are goat, and so can you. Yes. <laughs> I am goat, and so can you. Oh, when the goat apocalypse happens, no one will. There won't be a tin can in sight. <laughs> <laughs> Surrender your tin cans to me. I and see, your underwear drawer, apparently. Uh, why? Okay, where did the stereotype that goats eat cans come from? Uh, probably some sort of somebody probably college. saw a goat trying to eat a can. They're like, that goat's <laughs> eating a can, and drew it. I don't yeah, know. I don't, maybe. It's, honestly, it's like bulls in the. Everybody thinks bulls hate red. But, but in actuality, they can't because they can't see red. Yeah, in actuality, they just hate when when fancy dressed fuckers just wave a sheet in front of their face, annoyingly going, "Ha ha, I'm better than you." <laughs> that's that's the part they don't like, not the red part. Okay, Ugh. so I, I just quickly looked this up. It says goats will not actually eat inedible material. They will chew on and taste just about anything remotely resembling plant matter to decide whether it is good to eat, including cardboard, clothing, and paper, etc. So, so, so no somebody probably saw a goat tasting a can. It goes, mm. There was probably something delicious in that can at one point. There probably was. Yep. We're, we're a smart people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Taste it. See if it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can just see a picture of, like, us in a restaurant. You get served a bunch of food, and you're like, eh. 
and you kind of like look at us, and then you look at your food, taste it, yeah, and then you just hold it out and <laughs> <laughs> taste it, see if it's dangerous. Can you taste the poison? Nope. Well, then it's good to eat. Yep. <laughs> Apparently, poison tastes like glass. Hmm. Um, and uh, what does glass taste like? I don't know, but uh, I was told that when I tasted it, I would know. This was told to me by some herbologist hippie, so probably take it with a grain of salt. Glass um, or, or gla- glass. Or glass. <laughs> glass probably tastes like expensive dentist bills. Yeah, well, like, no, he told me it tastes like broken glass, and then I was like, what's that taste like? And he's like, you'll know it, and I'm like, d- Does he mean well, in the then. sense that, like, you eat it and it tastes like poison? <laughs> in the sense that it hurts the your mouth? The poison suckets are full of poison. Like, <laughs> It's it's like, I do not imagine glass to have any sort of taste. Chocked filled with delicious poison pockets. Yeah. Flavor pockets. Um like at best it maybe tastes like sand. I I mean, I imagine it tastes like cutting and bleeding. That that's sort yeah, of what I imagine glass would taste which like. Which I don't imagine poison does, so I don't understand the reference. That's yeah. the most emo thing you've ever said. Tastes like cutting and bleeding. <laughs> tastes like my high school. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized Tastes that. like No, oh. tastes like my mother's love Okay, I don't want to Tastes like grandma's kisses <laughs> Tastes like grandma Wait a minute it does Grandma, like you grandma. really need to replace your dentures uh. <laughs> So uh. so I, I'll throw this in It's related to what we just talked about About tastes like high school I'll throw that in afterwards But, yeah <laughs> No, there's a funny thing I just saw It's ridiculous I, it's awful. I, see, I don't know, because anything starting with tastes like high school can go to such d- horrifying places. Oh, it's a dark place. I, I will <laughs> tell you right now. That shit is lights off, uh, fucking two in the morning, inside the bottom of a trash can. And yeah, Genzuka is right. Moral of the story is don't eat glass, children. Yeah, don't forget to wipe your ass. Yeah, that too. And that is also glass. very good advice. Don't, yeah. don't forget to wipe your ass. Yeah, that's true. If you... Also, don't eat poison to figure out what glass tastes like. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, if you don't wipe your ass, I mean, then you like... get the poopy butts. And, and there's all sorts disgusting. of different kinds of poison. What poison was she talking about? Like plant kind? Why can't they just make like a glass-flavored like... starburst, and then we could just fucking kibosh this whole... And then people will be like, oh, that's what poison tastes like. The poison-slash-glass starburst flavor. Mmm, poison glass. So, it, <laughs> it, no, it would be like one of those um, every-flavor beans. Yeah, yeah, the the uh what was it? The bean boozled there well like jelly bellies. Yeah. Arsenic flavored jelly belly. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For when you want I, f- actually I recently learned arsenic poisoning doesn't work like that. Arsenic is a heavy metal. So it yeah. w- it doesn't kill you quickly. It kills mm. you slowly mm. and painfully. Delicious. Unlike cyanide. Which kills you quickly. If you're not careful. And painfully. If, you, if you're not careful, real heavy metal will kill you slowly and painfully. So, yeah. Yeah. No. The more you know. Yeah. Arsenic poison can eventually cause multi-system organ failure. Most <laughs> likely driven by cell death and hemorrhaging. That sounds really terrible. Don't tell the prisoners about that. They hate cell death. Like, mm, I love heavy metal poisoning. What are you it's doing? so metal. No, don't turn it on. Uh, it was fucking with the audio. But I'm going to boil. The uh, air conditioning, I could hear it clearly. Just 
in the background of the audio. Well, that's okay. We'll just tell everybody that we're in a tropical paradise. Yeah, we are in a, uh, I mean. Welcome to Fantasy Podcast. It'll mm. work. It'll work. Fantasy Podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, That's the greatest thing I've ever seen in the chat. Oh, <laughs> it's a shark. Yeah, that's Howdy. Sharky, our mm. shark mascot. You, you should move the window there. Mm. Howdy. Which window? Window. The, the one covering our faces. Move the window. Oh. uh, It's a sickness. Move the window. Oh, my God. Mouse. You, you need a better wireless mouse. You got a mouse. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does kind of look like sort of a blob over there. Because <laughs> uh, his neck is all pushed up, so he's just like... Um, well, and the tail just sort of blends in with the rest of the body. Yeah, so for the people not li- not listening on the uh, with the video, we've got our shark sitting here beside us, and on the video it just kind of looks like he's molted into a, a Jabba the Hutt-looking <laughs> fucking... <laughs> shark mass you, you know what they're just gonna mess out if not watching the video he he's actually he kind of looks like a squid misa shaka nobada yeah um oh, and sharky. gunzuka asks if sharks have two dick yes no does sharky have two dick i mean there we go it's got one if i mean uh, every other shark i've seen in fairy porn has two dicks so i'm just gonna assume yes but we haven't had any porn of sharky drawn just we haven't had any art of sharky drawn actually but just imagine just imagine the first furry echidna you'll have a four-headed dick just four dicks just everybody check out my dick i imagine somebody that oh there goes my mic don't do it. I imagine somebody's done that already. Considering uh, one person I do know of, uh, Krakened Wagon, uh, he like constantly gets art of him done where he has mm, anywhere between four and infinite dicks, and they're all like tentacly, and yeah, they come out and. Oh, there, yeah, there we go. Wait, Again. whose infinite dicks are we talking about? Uh, Kraken. He Where? has a lot of porn of himself with uh, tons of dicks, and they're all tentacly and, like, stretching out and grabbing people. And, yeah. I see. I bet he pays a lot for his commissions. I imagine he does. He actually gets a lot of commissions, though. He probably gets the penis charge. Uh, <laughs> so, like, some people get, like, the That's certain dollar per there, there, There's the sparkle dog charge. There's, like, the... Wings. Yeah, the, the wing, wings, wings charge. charge. Stripes charge. He gets the he gets too the many dicks, dicks charge. charge. Yeah, any any amount of dicks past four is a dollar a dick. I hereby yeah. charge you with too <laughs> many dicks. Yeah, if you have too many dicks, then you have to... You, you, it counts as a second or third character. Yeah. To pay for an extra character for your dicks, you know what? In being in the drawing world, I fucking understand why they have yeah. charges for shit like like wings, wings that, or balls. And when that, people want like specific set of exactly this is how it looks, they take forever. It's meticulous. They baloney. do. They do. They do. Um, looks like we got some new people joining the stream. So welcome to you. Hello. 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 It's me, Christopher Walken. <laughs> um it's me anyway i no. pee freely do well i usually um <laughs> i i tend to pee fairly freely but but 
But, Ooh, but I have some news in the land from the land of YouTube. From the land of news. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, like, see, it, a lot of people would consider this a YouTube drama. Whoa! And we're just adding to the YouTube. I really, really hate it when people call this shit YouTube drama. I don't like it. I don't agree with it. Because the thing about YouTube is it's a multi-hundred billion dollar entertainment platform. It, it's, it, people on it make millions a year. Um, one person, in fact, I know for certain, makes millions a year on his own, uh, at least. So it is a fairly powerful platform especially for things like uh you know culture creators and stuff like all so many memes and shit have come out of youtube uh minecraft probably would have not been anywhere near as popular as it was without youtube like youtube has made created and destroyed entire like industries pretty much you know what phrase i'm really starting to dislike though because it's thrown around so much now what content creators yeah, that term is used loosely. I will give you that. Like, I, I agree like, with I mean, the general, like... We're can, technically content we, creators. We, we would be considered by some to be content <laughs> creators, but we are podcasters. <laughs> this describes what we do and describes the product that we make. To call us a content creator, we could do fucking anything. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, there is... And we could uh, also content creators quote-unquote, describe themselves as such to do stupid things like pranks and... Technically, like pranks punching, are content. Punching people in the face and... As much as I hate So pranks. long as you record fucking anything, it's content, but all the same, it doesn't make you an artist. I, no. I don't know. Some pranks... Some pranks are... It depends. If it's just like You that, know the pranks I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. If they just, like, run up and you just punch somebody in the nuts. Although well, that's like, funny, the, it's the not. The thing is, the, it's basically commonly accepted now. 99% of the prank videos on YouTube are fake. Like, almost fake all of them. or extremely stupid. Or, ex- well, or both. Most of the time. Well, I mean, if they're fake then they're yeah. not really stupid they but are like, stupid all they're the not- ones where it's like white guy goes up and says stupid shit to gangsta looking black guy let's see what ha- those are all fake oh totally um you know or like there was this one this guy did where he uh like they supposedly used some girl to make a profile said she was 15 to lure in uh you know child predators a la dateline nbc kind of thing and uh the guy like walks in she like oh for the one he like opens the door and or she opens the door and he's like hey are you this person and she's like yeah and he's like your parents home they're in a hotel by the way your parents home and she's like no and he just like grabs her and basically just fucking spears her onto the fucking bed door of the hotel room by the way wide open and she's just screaming no no and then all these guys come out of the bathroom and they like basically kick him and like throw flour on him and they're like go away and he's like fuck you and then runs off wow and i'm like Let's not actually arrest him. Well, anything. but I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, because any part of that seemed realistic whatsoever. Because if I'm about to commit illegal, an illegal activity and straight up rape somebody, I'm totally just going to leave the, the fucking door hotel open. door open first. Like, See, uh, here's the part that confuses me. If they if he came over and they're like, 
let's have sex, then why rape? <laughs> Yeah, like, <laughs> like there's, yeah. Well, no, there's none of that yeah, video that makes just, sense. Like, yeah, or like you know, I know you're willing, huh, but I'm gonna rape yeah, you like, because yeah. I, w- I would really be more turned on if you weren't into this. Yeah, so I'm so, just gonna rape you again. Again, it's that. Come on, let's play the rape game. Uh, I don't really want to. That's the spirit. <laughs> yeah. No. So anyway, they're all of them are fake. Um, you know, like the, the more recent one that caught a bunch of shit on fucking YouTube was this, like, this uh, guy had apparently rubbed some hot pepper on a girl's tampon or his girlfriend's tampon. And then, you know, she puts it in and she's like, ah, and screaming I mean, and get out and all that shit. But the thing is totally fake. You can pretty much bet that if there is a video camera taping the scenario, it's, it's probably, probably staged. Yeah. Um, Let, let's let's call it for what it is, though. It's staged, not necessarily fake. It's like you wouldn't call a movie fake. Well, the thing is, it's definitely fake. Well, like this, these two are known for doing fake pranks on in the first place, and they're like they're like. They were talking about how close together they are after this video goes up. They're, they're like, we have the greatest relationship, and it's like. Wait, he he posted a video like an hour ago about how he made you shove hot pepper juice up your vagina. I, 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 okay. Some people have a weird <laughs> dynamic. Um, but then and even on top of well, that, like, like what girl picks up an open fucking tampon and is like, this is fine. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm okay like, with the events currently unfolding. It's, it's like picking vagina. a toothbrush up off the floor. Like, it's probably good. You like, you, it's you know, probably okay. I I don't know. Anyway, you don't you don't think you'd be a little bit curious? Hey, honey, if... I found a perfectly good pretzel on the floor. <laughs> yeah, here's a here's the thing. Okay, there's parts of the story that just don't add up. Things like why is she using an open tampon? Yeah, because it's clearly it had to have been open for him to apply. Yeah, well, that's weird. There's some discoloration on the end of this because I don't think any pepper sauce ever is fucking clear. Yeah. So unless it's no, white it or was clear, a bright red fucking like habanero pepper kind of like yeah. The whole thing made no sense. Anyway, yes. All of that beside the point. There's been lots of shit going on with YouTube about drama about oh, like yeah. you know H three H three versus Leafy yep. that whole thing that happened and then there was. Uh, PewDiePie, Markiplier, uh, that other fuck that I can't remember, um, and Matthew Santoro. Yeah, Matthew Santoro and Grade A under A, and, and their videos and Grade A under A calling Markiplier and moron. Uh, yeah, lots of bullshit happening. Um, you know, people saying, you know, some people going, oh, all the drama on YouTube is terrible, and then on the other side, everyone's screaming by talking about the drama and saying it's you're terrible. You're drama. adding, you're adding to the drama, and then people saying that by calling out on people, adding to the drama, you're adding. Like it just it becomes it never ends. Yeah. So I don't know where I stand on the drama thing is like, um, you know, do it, it. It is a massive site where lots of money is made and millions of people form their opinions every day. So when like, honestly, these people are large scale celebrities. Like you say PewDiePie, I guarantee you 90% of the people, while they might not watch him, at least know who he is. Right. You know, Markiplier, same thing. Grade A under A, maybe not so much. You're starting to get a little more obscure there. Uh, Leafy, same Grade is not that obscure anymore. Not anymore. He blew up in the last few weeks or last, well, few no, months. like the last year. Um, but 
Uh, same thing though with like H3H3 and Leafy is here. Both of them blew up fairly recently. Um, but just this week, uh, H3H3, uh, they had put up a video basically saying that they are getting sued. Um, because a while back they yeah. did a video about a guy named, um, I want to say Matt Haas. I want to say no. It was something uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, he's yeah. He put up the the sent them a cease and desist and yeah, sent them okay. like a like so a hey. it, yeah. It's Matt Haas, aka uh, Bold Guy. Um, he does. He's this YouTuber. Who does these honestly really terrible, really cringy, and really stupid quote-unquote parkour videos half of them are like sexist bullshit the other half are just him doing shitty ass parkour uh yeah it's it's terrible um and h3h3 being a they're a commentary channel so uh him and his wife gila uh because they do an ethan and gila um uh channel thing where they just sit down and they like talk about a video that they think is really stupid. And they picked one of Matt Haas's videos called Parkour Girl, where basically this, this guy walks up to this girl who's bending over just out on the street, kind of like on the sidewalk, and he starts creeping on her. And then she does the, are you a creep? And he's like, no, and blah, blah, blah. I have a right to be here. I have a right to look at you. And then she's like you want me and he was like i haven't decided yet and then she like starts coming on to him because i don't know apparently because women are confused being objectified is fucking arousing yeah it's something i don't know apparently talking down to women like they're stupid turns gets people wet at least that's what this guy thinks red pill bullshit yeah um and then she like starts coming on to him and like gropes him and feels him up and then he's like i feel so objectified and then she's like if you can catch me you can do whatever you want and then she like runs off and they do this stupid fucking parkour shit that makes no fucking sense because it's like the thing about parkour is it's supposed to look like smooth and effortless but he looks like he's like stumbling around and like it does not look like good parkour who is this guy again uh matt matt hoss um so they're commenting on it basically saying the same kind of shit i'm saying it's bad you know this guy's funny they're just kind of poking fun at him um and like so but the thing is like their minute their minute their video is like 14 13 14 minutes long um Three minutes of that was Matt Haas's video. The rest was just, again, nobody. It was just those two sitting around talking about yeah. the video, their commentary. And this is entirely fair use. Entirely, right? Commentary like this, critiquing of a video, making jokes and parody about the video is entirely fair use, especially since they didn't show the entirety of the video. The majority of their video was their own content. It was transformative because it was not to be like, it wasn't a parkour video. That's not what they were doing. So it it was a review, which is transformative work, right? It, It meets all the criteria for being fair use. But somehow they're still being sued. But he decided that he didn't like it. 
and decided to sue them and made a couple like horrible demands at first for like settlement demands like remove the video apologize dollars yeah like four three or four thousand dollars for two months for two yeah. months they wanted them to, to promote, promote the, him yeah promote the channel <laughs> uh they're like yeah for two months we want you to promote it on all of your social media and all this shit and then they were like yeah no so it's going to court and um the one of the, so the funny part about this is like he was reading out some of the demands like they're that they're suing them for like you know the majority was the was matt haas's content and the minority was their own and blah 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 we want all the money that they you know they also gained a lot of followers from uh stealing people's views from matt haas's video because they use the same icon to trick viewers and blah 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 and the oh god what else was there there was stuff about like uh you know also made a ton of money because of patreon so we want patreon money they even made reference to like money they'd made off of kickstarter even though they've never had a kickstarter he's like i don't know have we ever had a kickstarter maybe we're time travelers <laughs> like just, let's just go back and yeah, back just in time and grab bagging whatever and, they yeah. can to make oh i want all this money and yeah. they're doing all this stuff and, but the thing is it's going to court because you know unfortunately that's you know a lot of people are like oh it'll just get thrown out because it's obviously fair use but that's not how fair use works fair use is a legal defense that needs to be maintained in a courtroom you, it's not something that is grounds for a case to be thrown out so they have to go to court and it's going to cost them a fuck load of money like we're talking like two years of legal battles and an ass load of money. They had estimated even upwards of a hundred, a uh, hundred grand. Right. And these are people like they weren't making a lot of money. Like the, you know, they were decently large on YouTube, but like not the kind they weren't like Markiplier big where, you know, millions start to become a, a reasonable possibility. Right. They were not that mm. large. They couldn't afford this. So, Catching on to it today. So, um, well, okay. So yesterday then, uh, Philip DeFranco did a video about it, basically talking about how it's bullshit. It affects all of YouTube because it sets a precedent for fair use and yeah. what can be fair use and whether, you know, people bullying other people on YouTube and how that's going to work and how the YouTube community won't stand for it. So he started a GoFundMe page, which you can find GoFundMe.com slash help for H3H3. Um, and he threw in five grand of his own money. The rest of YouTube caught on and we're talking like the people that used to have beef with H3H3, like Leafy is here, who H3H3 ripped on terribly. And they, they were not, they weren't friendly, right? He donated a grand to that too, right? Fine Bros donated 10 grand, PewDiePie like five grand, like just uh, fucking uh, Markiplier, all of them, all of them, like Santoro, all those guys that were involved in this weird infighty drama thing were like, you know, fuck that. Yeah, this is bullshit. And uh so as of a few hours ago today they were up at over $100,000. That's awesome. Nice. For uh to help Ethan and Ela fight this uh this legal battle. So this is both it's bittersweet uh because on one hand, you know, you've got these people who Normally, they are infighty and kind of catty with each other. You know, sure, a bunch of them like each other, but, you know, there's a bunch of others that don't. 
but all of them have grouped together, it seems, people with complete fundamental differences. There are people who even said, I fucking hate H3H3, but this is bullshit, right? Which is awesome because they're looking at the root issue. Not Yeah, they're looking at the big picture. Yeah. And they all banded together to, to look at this one fuckwit, Matt Haas, and go, no. And collectively <laughs> gave him a gr- the biggest middle finger fucking possible um, that, by giving them all the money they could hope for to fund their legal battle. Yeah, because that's the thing. If they had, you know what, if he had a like a legitimate grounds for doing this bullshit, I'm sure lots of people would have backed him up. But he is going to be a fucking lone gunman in this scenario because I they won't stand for that because they they I'm sure they all know just how awful that is or would be to have that bullshit happen to you. Yeah, well, then on top of that, if they had lost the precedent that would set, yeah. it would ruin tons, oh. of the, tons of YouTubers. Yeah, because then everybody would try to make a quick buck that way. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, and if they, It's, and if it's they, almost never about making a quick dollar. It's about destroying them entirely. Yeah, well, that's what it's about. Like, this was a guy who got butthurt um, uh, because of a bunch of bullshit and just decided to instead of being an adult he decided he was going to try to break some people by ruining their career so yeah um it's great to see the youtube community banding together like that it still sucks for the the people at h3h3 because they have this legal battle to fight but it's good to know that the internet's got their backs you know um it you know i don't know it's just good to see and and other good news of fair use somebody in the chat also just pointed out great shit google has beat oracle in their case okay so uh yeah google wins in the fair use of java api so today is a pretty good day for the internet in the world of fair use and for the internet in general so we should all be happy and rejoice and celebrate and uh, keep calling out dick bags. I was going to say little victories for sure. The, the Java one's a pretty big victory. But. Java one's a pretty huge victory, uh, but small victories and long roads ahead. But I have hope. So, well, it means that, uh, you know, people, people aren't as, I don't know, people aren't as kind of oblivious as you think yeah right like and it's weird to think that something like youtube right now can carry international impl- excuse me international implications when it comes to things like fair use and what can and can't be published in copyright law like like just look at the amount of shit that has changed in the realm of copyright because of shit like youtube um, you know, like it's, it's not this small little platform anymore. So I I'm getting, I'm getting told off in the chat now. What Ray? <laughs> That's going to take like 30 seconds to get to him. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what Ray? So that's pretty awesome though. You I'm happy. What? I I'm glad to see everybody, but you know, sticking together like that. But. You, you know what? It's, it's times like that. It's just like. It's it's the exact same thing with well like it's not but it is um, the the same kind of scenario with uh, currently with Fort McMurray right like 
companies everywhere, random companies like, you know, like Tim Hortons, like buy a, you know what, buy a coffee, a dollar goes to Fort Mac. Like they have raised a ton of money to help those people out. And you know what, normally people wouldn't, like people that normally wouldn't, like don't give to charities or anything like that, which is totally, you know, is everybody's personal kind of personal drive. You know what I mean? But it's super cool just to see, you know, lots of people volunteering, lots of people donating, just everyone getting together. Like when, when shit gets real, people yeah. stick well, together really, yeah. regardless yeah. of Re- how they Really are. similar to the, to the floods in Calgary. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, tons of people. Like I never could have imagined so many people working together yeah. for a single cause. Well, which is why it's funny. I kind of have trouble when I see these end-of-the-world uh, movies and and shows and stuff and people like like everybody just turns to shit when so far every like big deal thing that i've ever um, had keep in mind the people helping are still the people on like higher ground so to speak yeah sometimes literally but you know i you know i i have seen the uh like but you know what i mean like every disaster i've seen on the planet I have seen more people banding together to try to help everybody than I've seen people trying to take advantage. And the people who are trying to take advantage get very swiftly and mercilessly shut the fuck down. That, so, is a, that doesn't it, make for good movie writing. Yeah. No. To no, make everybody like, let's work together. Yay. The end. It's, it's strange how that doesn't work when everyone's doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Shit has to get like, real for people to go, oh, I should help. They're yeah. like, huh, my shitty, insignificant life might have purpose Yeah, in other people when shit gets real. Yep. But I'm doing fine in my ivory tower right now, so fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Whoa. What? Whoa. What the fuck hog, is... Hog, 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 Apparently, my upstairs neighbor just decided they wanted to have a jackhammer for a second. No, that was a Did motorcycle. That, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yes. It's, it's still there. Oh, my God. It's a motorcycle. Fuck me. A monster sickle. That's funny that you thought that was upstairs. Some fucking yeah. har- jackhammer. Yeah, fucking Harley rider. Well, yes. Oh, is there another motorcycle going by? That impression was amazing. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, we all don't need to know how I feel about loud ass Harley Davidson riders. Anyway. Loud ass motorcycle riders because. No, specifically Harley Davidson's. (laughs) I hate them. I hate them. You can have cruisers all you want. I hate Harleys. <laughs> Ridiculous. Get an Indian. I, get... I just I just feel like you don't Whoa. like competing for being hurt. Get an Indian motorcycle or get the fuck out if you want a fucking cruiser. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Just get a Goldwing. Yeah, That'd or that. You know, if you want a 4,000-pound monster, yeah, Goldwing's probably the way to go. Instead what of a don't you have a problem fucking with? Fucking soft tail. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, that's amazing. I, I thought one of you had a thing you wanted to talk about. Uh, I have a thing. Yeah? Adam yeah. sure did. I sure don't. Um, well, I, I think because I think it's been at least, I don't know, what is it, two or three episodes since I've painted a motherfucking picture? Well, then paint us a motherfucking picture. All right, I'm going to paint you a motherfucking picture. Okay, so imagine for an instant, okay, you're in Thailand. Okay. 
You might not want to imagine that. But I was going to say, I, I think Thailand it. might be pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I think I read the article you're talking about. Riding around in uh, Tuk Tuk. You run around in Tuk Tuk? Yeah. They're pretty yep. cool. Uh, eat, uh, eat some delicious, delicious food. Yeah. Absolutely. Delicious food. I hear street food there is pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of everybody's, everybody's sort of relaxing, okay? And you're like, man... So, uh, so, you know, like relaxing here, I kind of got to go to the bathroom. Okay. So, you know, you, you get up from your, your chair and your lounging, lounging you, position you and go stand over to up your, and, uh, sick ass squat toilets. Yeah. Your sick ass squat toilets. No, no, no. This is kind of like a, for real, a little bit better toilet. Um, but you kind of scoot over to the toilet and you know, you're, uh, you're trying to take a leak and then all of a sudden. Well, there's a there's a giant python on your penis. Oh. That just reaches up and goes on your penis. How on his penis? On um on my penis. Like home on the penis. So not enjoyable, but it, it would it like crosses the line of That sounds vaguely unpleasant. Uh, definitely unpleasant. Especially um, when uh, it would not let go. Not at all. Not even kind of. So the guy got a brutal, unwanted blowjob. An aggressive, yeah. an aggressive uh, gummer from a python. From a fucking snake. Yes. Wait, uh, gummer. Do, wait, don't py- pythons have teeth? But just, just the the couple, right? Uh, <laughs> did, did, wait, did did his dick like go between the fangs? I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Jesus, shlong noms. That's so, good. Funny enough, uh, I read another article about Thailand earlier today. Uh, today, yesterday, that has nothing to do with giant anacondas. But oh, but, so you thought? Oh, but actually, yeah. has everything to do with protecting the coral reefs. Oh, really? Three Thai islands are now banned for tourism. Holy shit! Yeah, um, Kokai Nok, uh, Kokai Nui, and Kokai Nai. Are all banned. Don't go. Uh, to the, don't because, do Kokai because all of the the touring, the scuba diving, the boating, everything was killing all of the coral reefs. And so, oh, yeah, they have finally gone. No, that's pretty awesome. We need to protect the coral reefs. No more tourism. Yep, I like it. How pissed off was everybody? Oh, I can imagine they're livid. Um, um, like I I haven't had time to look at it all because I only just remembered. I'll but just, I think that's pretty fucking cool. That's super awesome. You know what's not cool, though? Getting your wiener nommed on by a python. Correct. So, Maybe what they should do, instead of just banning it outright, is they, is they say, okay, we won't ban it, but all of the toilets now come with a python. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet come with python. You 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 deal with it <laughs> because I don't know. Thailand's I feel... now run by the Russian mob. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like the cost of feeding anacondas would be expensive. You don't have to feed them; they just eat all the penises. You know, his, anac- his anaconda did want some. Yeah, apparently well, and he you, took all of it. You could either feed them food or get tourist sued? dicks. This, this is <laughs> get another crate of tourist wieners. Here, <laughs> the, the anacondas are hungry. So, all right. Uh, but the best part of the story is that so he finally gets it off. 
So, and then he ties the anaconda's head around the doorknob, I guess, and starts to asphyxiate it and uh, and choke it out uh, until finally it passes out. And the poor guy is like bleeding and all the shits. And I was like, okay. So then it took, but even though, even though everything that happened, what happens? A big team of people go in. They remove the bathroom fixture. They bring it out into the street. They smash it open, rescue the python, and go and release it back into the wild. Okay. So, so nobody, like, there was no clubbing. There was no, like, we eat snake tonight, boys. Like, nobody, the guy was, like, no ill will, but they actually, like, removed the fixture, did everything they could, smash it apart, removed the python, and then, yeah, took him back to the wild. They were like, okay. Go find other wieners to munch on. <laughs> hmm. That's uh, that's pretty awesome, though. That there's just not you. Fuck. Could you imagine that happening anywhere, even remote, like in the states? Like, they well, pull there, out their Glock and start firing at it, and yeah. There, there, there's a part of me that you know figures the world would be no worse off with one less python in the world. At the same time. I, I mean, why? Why kill it, though? The python didn't I go. Mean, well, I mean, I could really... You can't you can't blame the python for seeing if, a delicious-looking grub and... If the, if the news article had ended with, and they killed that motherfucking python, I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Or they released it into the wild, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But the, but that guy could say that like, he that he pissed in a it's, it's python's like, mouth. It's not like the python. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have to have to pay five dollars to do uh, it. That I mean. is a that is a pretty badass story. It, it's not like the python now has a taste for human flesh, or maybe it does. Uh, the, it's a gay python. Turns out it was looking for love. <laughs> if a python had the chance, he'd eat you and everyone you love. Yeah, no, the, it was a gay python looking for love, misunderstood. You know, it was and a he he thought he had found a guy interested, and you know we made the made a move and got strangled. Could, I like, how would you feel? Could you just imagine that? Like when he's back back in the wild with his Python buddies, they're like, "Dude, what happened?" Well, okay. I met this guy, and uh, you know what? He gave me the signal. I got the signal. Okay, so I am officially not believing you anymore about Python teeth. Why? Because python teeth are terrifying, and this guy must have been in rather severe pain. Oh, he absolutely was. Yeah. Did you not? It's like sticking your dick in a fucking blender or a needle tenderizer. Dick blender. You didn't notice my face when you were just like, did it go between the teeth? And I was like, yeah, sure. Uh, You didn't. uh, (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. I am sarcastro. Um. Yeah, no, it's no, it says that he was in extreme amounts. Well, and then when the thing fucking won't let go, see, now it, it's like if you're, you know, if you're in the water and you know a crab or something comes up to you and like pinches you, it's gonna hurt a lot. The worst part of any experience with, uh, like a vicious animal attack or anything like that, is when it won't let go. Yeah. Now, if it just goes snap or whatever, it's gonna be like that's brutal. It hurts. But at least it's like now it's fucking off. But when it's when it's just like I live here now, <laughs> especially when it's a giant python on your wiener. And when you see a picture of this python, 
Oh man, you know the movie Anaconda? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a fucking it's a big ass python. Jesus Christ! It's huge. Like it's the size. It's probably about the size of most people's like the average person's leg. Like around, oh like my it's, god, it's a massive. And just imagine that having it wouldn't so much be on your wiener as on your crotch, like your entirety oh, of your crotch. Yeah. Fuck. So it was like the size of the python that was like the kid was riding on in that other video that went viral a few years back. Sure. The, this kid had like a pet python and he'd ride on the back of it. That's how big this thing was. It was gigantic. All I want now is I want a battle to the death of that python and that giant crocodile that i did the news story for a, a few episodes back that giant fucking crocodile that like that ate the or no the alligator that ate the other alligator yeah giant a uh, giant python versus giant alligator that sounds like an asylum films movie fuck yeah get on it asylum i want the royalties yeah you're doing i'll all share the... some with adam good you're doing all this bullshit like shark tornadoes and Whatever else, if that was even them, I don't yeah, even that, know. Yeah, yeah, they're responsible for like Sharknado and Mega Shark versus Giant Squid. I want and... battles to the death of giant versions of animals. Yep, that just seems. I know we're going back to kind of like the King Kong era and stuff like, but it's cool. Let's <laughs> let's keep that going. Uh, but but, that, but that's it. <laughs> but I believe we do have a segment from Car. Yeah, let's let's play that. So we're gonna go on a quick break. Uh, we'll play this uh, segment from Car, and then we'll be back with some emails. Take a break. Bye. Okay, here's Car. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Car. So tonight I'm going to be talking kind of about something I've sort of alluded to in a couple of my previous segments uh, through discussing, uh, well, actually, a couple of user emails uh, discussing uh, a couple of like previous things with the American election and everything. Uh, and that is lobbyists, or more specifically, kind of the way that people can influence politics outside of just running for office themselves. Um, now, this was actually spurred on by something that's actually been kind of coming out in the news the last week. Uh, so, uh, Stephen Harper, former prime minister, um, it's kind of come out that he is going to be stepping down as an MP uh, when Parliament breaks for the summer. So... Uh, again, for those of you don't know, of course, so Harper did, of course, lose the election, but he was still up until uh, that night. He was the leader of the Conservative Party, stepped down from that role right after the election. Uh, since then, he's still been sitting as a member of parliament for a Calgary uh, area riding, but uh, now it's looking like he's going to be resigning. And he's also now filed to become uh, or start his own corporation, uh, Harper and Associates Consulting or something of that nature. Uh, basically, he's going to become a lobbyist. Um, now, for you who do not know what the hell a lobbyist is, a lobbyist is basically a person or group of people who go to uh, Parliament, Congress, the Senate, whatever, and will try to influence uh, senators, members of Parliament, representatives, whatever, uh, to vote for or against or bring up or uh, filibuster or whatever certain legislation. Um, so some of the most common lobbyist groups that you've probably heard of before are such fine organizations as the NRA uh, or uh, various super PACs. So you'll, I mean, oil companies will have a lobby. Uh, pharmaceutical companies will have a lobby. Um, the uh, civil rights groups will, will have lobbies. So the, the a, a, is it AC, ACLU? ACLU? Yeah, the ACLU uh, is an example of a lobby group. Um, 
and basically their entire uh, lot in life is to go and go to try and basically just get somebody to vote uh, the way that you want them to vote on a, an issue or to get them to bring forward a piece of legislation or whatnot uh, to further an agenda in, in politics. It's, it's the other way of how this works. Um, because, of course, because not every decision that a country makes is based on a referendum, um, we have to just rely on the people that we've sent to our houses of government to basically do the things we want them to do. Now, while an election is obviously the most uh, direct way to express your will whenever there's a thing, but I mean, I've always talked about before on the show, like if you feel strongly about something, write into your congressman, etc., but at the end of the day, and this is kind of my frustration with it, is that we don't exactly have a lot beyond just our opinions and basically the threat that we won't vote for them in the next election if they don't do what we want them to do. Whereas these lobbyists, uh, now again, of course, directly paying a congressman or a, and a member of parliament for a vote is bribery and that is illegal. Um, I am under no illusions that it does not still happen. The other problem, of course, is something else I've talked about a little bit uh, and that uh, Tal and I have both basically called out the bullshit of uh, in that whole idea of you see it right now in huge amounts with the uh, American uh, primaries and everything is this idea of lobby or of uh, super PACs and campaign funding. The amount of money that gets thrown around for American, especially American political campaigns, is absolutely mental. I mean, we are talking millions and millions and millions of dollars just spent on trying to convince you to put a little red check mark next to their name in a hidden cloth booth. It's crazy the amount of money that goes into the election campaigns down there. And, it's, and the, the disturbing part is the very large amount of that money isn't coming from individual Joe and Schmo mom and pop down the street. It's coming from these enormous nebulous unknown dark financial masses known as super PACs, right? These entire organizations there where basically just you can anonymously contribute money into them and then they will then be the things paying for the campaign. And even the last couple of years, I mean, the Supreme Court even changed the rules on the kind of maximum contributions or the kind of maximum funds that these super PACs can either accept or can then donate to a campaign. Now, in my perfect world, I mean, it would be any political donation would have to be a hand-signed check from a particular person with an absolute, we'll say, eh, you know, just to be a little bit fair so people don't get completely uppity, an annual maximum of a certain amount of money. And, a, and it would be a small amount of money, too. I'm talking maybe $1,000 a year max that somebody could give towards a political candidate. And it would the only kind of donations that a political campaign or a political candidate would be able to accept would be these personal donations from like from it would have to be a again a personal check that has been signed by that person and the maximum of a year that they can possibly contribute is that small amount of money because then it would rip all this just exact absolutely insane amount of money out of this entirely you wouldn't have these massive ridiculous circuses that these election campaigns or these election events have become um it, it would just it would it's mental uh how much of a circus show it's become. I mean, in Canada, you know, some of our elections have gotten pretty insane too, but nowhere near to the point that the, that the American election ever seems to be like, 
I mean, and the the reason I feel so strongly about this is because the more and more and more you make elections a spectacle, the, the less and less and less you're able to talk about legitimately what you would do if you were handed the reins of power or if you or your party was handed the reins of power. And it, it muddles up the ability to talk about legitimate, serious things that you're going to do instead of these two-second sound bites. Because if you can't just blow out the message or blow out the other guy with a terrible soundbite that they made or a great soundbite that you made, then you're going to have to start talking about what you would actually do. And people might actually have to start thinking about what you're saying as opposed to just vote for the guy with the prettiest banners or the coolest slogan or the best tweet that week. It's, it's just, it's this idea that like, again, is this all this, this concentration of political power and the people that do have the ridiculous amounts of money. And again, I've talked about this before is that when you do make money to politics too, too much about the, the money, too much about the funds, then you end up with all the other things that I've decried in the past is voter apathy. These people thinking that the the, the system isn't worth it because, well, oh, well, they're just—it's a bought election. It's a paid-for election. Uh, it would remove all these concerns that we've talked about before with um, Hillary Clinton being so incredibly well-funded by some very, very, very concerning sources, right? These enormous Wall Street banks and firms and everything like that. When you are able to take that, it's like, okay, well, what lobbyists are behind this candidate? What lobbyists are behind this uh, this party? And you can actually start thinking about, okay, what are they actually saying as opposed to just thinking, well, what are they saying? Okay, and now who paid for that message? It's either that or we're going to have to start slapping NASCAR patches on uh, all these politicians' suits so we actually know who they're actually voting for because then we wouldn't have to listen to the politicians at all. We could just look at their uh, their suit jacket and go, okay, well, we've got Halliburton, Exxon, BP. Okay, so what are those companies actually want to do? Okay, so that's what that guy would do. All right, well, this candidate's got Pfizer and Viagra and – Oh, it's weird. How did the ACLU get on there? That must be a typo. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, no, they're actually paying. All right, fine. Going on. And you, instead of having to, like, again, picking up these sporting jackets, instead of having to, like, dig into who these... Because, again, the problem with these super PACs especially is because uh, in the States, these super PACs make all the donations nigh on um, anonymous. So you don't know who's funding them. So not only can we not trust what the people are saying with these super PACs because that's who's funding their campaigns. But now we also can't trust by looking at who's been funding them because we don't know who's been funding them because of these super PACs. And it also allows for some very scary people to be funding candidates too. It, it again, gives you this dumping ground for questionable people to start dumping money into a campaign. And then on the flip side saying, hey, so uh, so I, I, I paid some money for your campaign, so you're going to vote this one. And it, it just, again, it degrades down to these very, very, very shady politics so that goes back to me my old concern of harper suddenly becoming a consultant because this is already a man who is an expert at playing the political game the idea of the control of the message the control of um the policy the control of his own office like every fine-tooth comb and the idea of him passing on that knowledge to other parties and then now getting either getting paid for it or again contributing money to other candidates in the future it's just i always I get very nervous at the idea of that man being able to now wield a different kind of political power, even though he's stepping down as the leader of the the conservative party. Uh, anyway, that's all for me for today. Uh, thank you very much for listening. As always, my name is Carr, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, us at unfurled.net, or of course you can tweet me and everything at CarJaron. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Enjoy us. With your mouth. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't know. They don't look like pythons out there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yo, any DTF pythons? <laughs> DTF. Yeah. Or DTS. DTS, down to suck. Yes. DTB. Down to bite. Uh, I mean, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, the furry fandom. There are definitely a bunch of snake type furs that are down to basically slither. whatever the fuck you want them to do. DTS, honestly, down to slither. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we have uh, emails. Suar. We do. Um. I should also. Email. No, that's not turning off. Email. Okay, I gave up. Uh, you can pass it to me if you like. Here you go. Try and turn that off. Good so, Lord. good afternoon, absent unfurled. A little backstory for this week's question. I have a working holiday coming up in South America. Ooh. Uh, one which will keep me in the continent for at least a month. I thought to myself... There's no need to worry. Unfurled still wouldn't have released <laughs> new episodes by the time I've gotten back. Definitely not. So without further ado, yes, we're doing that joke again. Yeah. Um, on this week's episode of Unfun with Unfurled, we are joined by Calgary Fried Chicken, BC Smoked Steak, Ontario Spiced Weasel Stick, and Toronto Tenderized Missing Link. I guess I'm... Are you the missing link? Are you Bigfoot? Yes. Oh, okay. We found him, everyone. Am I Ontario Spiced or from Ontario? Uh... <laughs> it's, uh, it's Ontario, you know, like Montreal Steak Spice? That's Ontario like, Weasel Spice. What, what is Ontario even known for, aside from being the clearly, Clearly, they're Weasel Spicing. <laughs> Well, we were just talking about who would eat weasels. So, all right. So his question this week is, where would you holiday if price and other restrictions didn't apply? Japan. I'm going to go with uh, the UAE. Well, with no other restrictions, um, I'd probably just go to heaven. It'll be whatever I want. <laughs> Cheating. Uh, uh, he he. Put it on himself. I'm going to heaven, bitches. Yeah, no, I'm going to go to the UAE and uh, partay with some fucking rich-ass ballin' Bollywood motherfuckers and ride around in Lambos and shit, stay at the most expensive hotel in the fucking world. Sounds like a good time to me. That sounds ridiculously yeah. expensive. How will you be paying for all of this? With well, the money that apparently I won't need because uh, price doesn't apply. <laughs> That's what I mean. How will you be paying for all this? Well, uh, you see, there was this question. That, Some uh, guy posed a hypothetical, it. and I just decided to come by. Uh, can I pay you in hypothetical money? Yep. Yes. In internet money? Yes, take my hypothetical credit card and swipe it on your hypothetical machine. Sir, this card was declined. Oh, hypothetically <laughs> declined? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, so, we have... Um, Who's reading from, the next one? Uh, I'll read the next one. This one is from Eternal Squirrel. Good evening, Puffs the Underpaid Hybrid. Not to Mr. Petroleum Ivories and Generalized Occupational Aptitude Test. 
I think I've used that one before. Yeah, I, I'm I, not... I'm very confused. I call I, shenanigans. Am, am I the aptitude test? Like, you people are so, confusing. I think I'm the underpaid hybrid. Yeah. yeah. I think Vox is not Vox two. is obviously not two. Uh, Mr. Petroleum Ivories, like... Am I missing something? Or are piano keys made out of, like, goat hooves now? No, okay, no. A doom is generalized occupational aptitude test. Look at the first letter of each word. Ah, I like it. I like it. And that means you are Mr. Petroleum Ivory. Don't hurt me, bro. What? I don't know what a petroleum ivory is. Let's find I, out. We can find out what a petroleum ivory is, but <laughs> the old MPI, Mister Petroleum Ivories. Uh, I yeah, no, fuck it. it yeah. uh, it's only bringing up results for crude oil. Um, <clears throat> have any of you been watching these CWDC shows? Arrow has been getting a lot of hate on Reddit, but Flash has been absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Um, n- no. Um, so I've been watching both Flash and Arrow kind of on and off. And the one thing I must say is the that both of them are so cheesy. It's oh, yeah. brutal. They're like, like, seriously, it opens up with like, imagine the most typical superhero-y bullshit intro you can imagine for like a kid's show yeah that's how it fucking opens up kind of thing like it is it's brutally cheesy all i have to say if i want to watch a guy run fast i'll watch reruns of my secret identity from the 90s what about sonic the hedgehog no sanic the horge hag (laughs) danky kang danky kang don't you mean danky kang Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. That's that. Yeah, no. Look that up. I don't know if any of you remember that show. I don't at all. That was a good TV show, My Secret Identity. It was was very good. Is it anything like The Secret Life of Alex Mack? No. It's much better than that. (laughs) And it has a catchy theme song. Just listen to it once. Okay. It'll it'll be with you all day Uh, long. I will have to, uh, I'll have to remember that. You'll be more attached to it than a snake on your dick. Yep. Uh, so what else is in this email? Keep going. Uh, it's mentioning an article that we can discuss. And da, 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 da. holy fuck, this um, is long. Yeah, it's it it's the gist up, of it. But, um, it's a couple stories about one guy who videotaped a child urinating in a washroom. Oh. And then, um, yeah, and then, I remember that. Oh, uh, no way. They were talking about that in the, uh, in the Alberta Furries chat. That's brutal. Yeah. So it's it was fucking hilarious because some well, not really hilarious. It's it's good. Say, it, you I'm, have an odd sense of humor. I'm able to laugh because he got caught. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious <laughs> because so everyone is so concerned about the whole like trans people using the bathroom thing. When th- an actual fucking child predator was in a bathroom filming a kid and he wasn't trans, believe it or not, he was just a fucking child predator. He didn't need an excuse like uh, to be awful and yeah, be in the exactly. Room. Like 
awful people will just be awful. Like they're not going to sit there, you know, like if a guy wants to get into the girl's bathroom, here's what he's going to do. Walk into the girl's bathroom. Like fucking it's not like, you know, unless you're like in a fucking dress, there's like a fucking force field over top of the woman's bathroom that's stopping perverts from getting in. You know, it's not like having this law in place puts that fucking shit there where so you know a dude you know guy walks through and is like arr, arr, penis detected deploying fucking kill lasers like you know this deploying, shit no deploying python yeah like yeah deploying fucking, it's just a door in the ceiling that opens up and a pylon falls out you know like uh, you know so basically what i'm saying door. is perverts gonna perv it like <laughs> Fuck. Activating prevert field. And <laughs> the, the other um, article here that he mentions is someone getting punched in the face for bringing his daughter and son into the men's washroom. What? They, they were five and seven. Who the fuck so cares? Guy started, oh my god! Guy started freaking out, punched the father in the <laughs> face, and the father held him down until like the employees got there. Dude punched the father in the face for bringing his little girl into the men's bathroom, you mean? Yeah. Because he's not going to leave her by herself yeah. outside the fucking yeah. washroom. When, when they both have to use the washroom because like, okay. we've all fucking... Yeah, well, that's know. the thing. When I was a little kid, my well, mom brought I, me into the wait, ladies' washroom. My dad brought yeah. my sister into the men's washroom. It really depended on which parent had us at the time. They just go into a stall, and who the fuck cares? Yeah, like, They've all got toilets. Yeah, like, fuck, when we... I used to take speed swimming right and it was not uncommon at all for a father to take his daughter into the men's change room if the family change rooms were closed because there were family change rooms but the things they sometimes they just weren't open like they were washing him out with fucking bleach and shit can't go in there so i saw all the time there would be like a dad with his young son and his daughter in the men's change room mm -hmm. or, and I'm sure it happened all the time with, you know, some mom with her young son and daughter that in the fucking be, ladies washer or ladies fucking change room. You know, this used to be not a big deal. Yeah. Fuck. When do we all get so sensitive? Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. And I hope the guy rots. Uh, I just can't believe that. Like, get your fucking crazy out of my fucking air. Uh, what else we got? Yeah, it's social stuff. Can't read those. Yeah. And this one says, have Tal read. Yeah, that's what I kind of. I'm sorry, Adam. You don't. You no, don't, no, that's fine. You no, don't get an email. Fine. No, that, that's, that's great. I'm, no. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. Maybe one day. Will you ever forgive you buy me? me? You buy me a really sultry snake and then <laughs> we're, we're even. <laughs> uh, you want snake happy ending? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I'm Tal. Thanks for bringing up that old joke. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yes. Hello, Duke of Doom, Labyrinthian. Ah, that's you. And go trick abomination. Teehee. I'm not that much of a minotaur. No, but it's Labyrinthian. Kind of, it's a. <laughs> It is kind of funny. Uh, just wanted to give you a list of games you might want to try. Uh, Darkest Dungeon, fun game to go back. No, uh, it's Darkest Dungeon. Dungeon. This is clearly a different Dark game. Dark Souls 1, 2, or 3. Ugh. Dark Souls really... 3 makes me want to punch myself in Are the they dick. really going to make me play Dark Souls? Because 
like I'm gonna get fucking like lynched for this, but I've watched a few people playing Dark Souls two, Dark Souls three, and that other one that was like not really Dark Souls but was Demon Dark Souls. Souls. Yeah. Um and uh, I gotta say, didn't at all in yeah. any way like what I saw. They well, didn't interest me in any way. Full disclosure, I'm not really about Dark Souls. Yeah. It's, um, it's enjoyable. It's, I, I don't really get a genre that exists simply to be, like, really difficult. Well, not just that. Just, like, the general story, the aesthetic like, of it, the well, fucking... But, but what I mean is that its only purpose... The, the fucking, yeah. ...is to be difficult. The, the grind, nothing else has been done to it. Nothing about Dark Souls looked appealing to me. It's just, like, not even with the difficulty. I can handle that. It's just... The grindy gameplay, the no story, basically, unless I feel like reading through ass loads of lore on my own, the like everyone's just sad now, the lack of almost any interaction with so many things that I think a game should have interaction with. Like, it's just the, the ability for random people to pop into my game and just fuck my day up. The, yeah, like, that part's just kind of brutal. nothing about dark souls, even down to the fucking aesthetic, the, Hey, look, it's all just Brown. All yeah. of it. <laughs> I'm the actually whole game. For, this is for, the brown for, one, for once just in brown. my, for once in my life, I'm 100% with Tal. Yeah, it, it's all brown. The it's... whole game. The fucking oh, sky don't forget, most... is fucking brown. Don't forget, like, a lot of it's black, too. Yeah, brown, black, and gray. Those are your, that's your color swatch. And yeah. maybe orange if you see a fire somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but even then, the fires are, like, like all sad. Brown, brown orange. <laughs> yeah. Sad fire is sad. Um, no, I honestly, like... uh. A friend of mine uh, got me Dark Souls 3 and so I could play with uh, a bunch of buddies. Yeah. And you know what? It's not... It, it's cool. It's a cool dark fantasy world. Like, once you kind of get immersed into it and stuff, it's actually fun. I definitely agree with some parts of that. Absolutely. Totally. Uh, Billy's getting upset. He's like, it's just a recommendation. We're not, <laughs> we're not hating on you. We're, we're not hating on you, Billy. Honestly, thank you for the recommendation. Uh, but yeah, no, Dark Souls is not my gig. It's, it's not a lot of people's cup of tea. I understand why. You pretty much want to cut off your own head sometimes at the end of the day of playing playing it. Yeah. But, I mean, there is some really cool, like, I'm intrigued by the creatures and, um, like, the different, like, the, the tidbits of lore. Like, when you're not reading, like, a shit ton. Like, just trying to, it's almost like choose your own adventure. And to my kind of mind, that's sort of fun. And but yeah. it is it is totally brutal though. You really do want to cut off your own head when you you die, and it's just like oh that four hours of work you just did. Yeah, sorry, it's all gone. Just gone. It's all gone. Um, Bye. So what else does he have here? He's got Doom. I am definitely going to play the fuck out of Doom. Definitely. Uh, I haven't bought it yet. I want to get it. I am going to play the shit out of it because, like, and the thing is, I'm both excited for it and dreading it because Doom. Oh, excuse me. Doom 3, believe it or not, is one of my favorite games. Oh, absolutely. I I, I know that game gets a lot of hate from people. I don't know why. Um, You know, people are like, oh, it's not scary. And I'm like, okay, it came out in like Who 2004. Like, cut it some fucking slack. You know, it came out when the when the 9800 Pro was the shit when it came to video well, cards. Well, so let's put it this way. They will never, 
ever be able to make a game, never ever be able to make a game that will scare everyone. No, there's there's just well, no way. And even then, like I get pissed off when people are like, "Oh, this thing oh. isn't this thing that is sold as a horror thing isn't scary." I'm like, dude, you're like 33. If fucking video games and movies still fucking scare you, like beyond just the like cheap jump scares, like if you're actually still legitimately scared, one, either you're a fucking wimp or you've got problems that you need to look at. Because by that age, everyone should understand ghosts don't reel and you don't have to be scared of the fairy tales on the tv screen i like, don't think that's fair i don't like, think so either well, but that's the I, thing. I completely disagree with you i think <laughs> here's the thing i know you i are, have an active imagination yeah you so are, it's not the fact that i think it's real or not it's the fact that it's that's like, how i can tell good writing is you you are a very um what's the word for like i enjoy reading or like looking at a story and letting myself become lost in the actual story and the emotions that they are supposed to convey, whether or not that's because it is a horror movie or like some sort of great fantasy game or a character I really like dies. Like I love letting myself feel those emotions. So I don't think that saying feeling these emotions because of a movie or a video game makes you a wimp or well, some no, sort of just, deranged person if you're, if you're which t- is essentially what you've if said but if you what i'm trying to say is that if you're if you're whining about a movie not being scary enough like because it didn't scare you like that's when i'm just like fuck off like of course a movie like that isn't going to be okay but all those scary. reasons like, you just stated were not a valid argument for that um i i do think that like horror and a lot of that stuff is really subjective and that being pissed off because a horror trope did not meet your expectations com- is unfair. I completely forgot what the argument was about, actually. It was about scary games. It was Doom. <clears throat> oh, yeah, Doom. That's right. 2004. And Doom 3 no getting good. lots of flack for not being scary, which pissed me off. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, Doom 4, or rather just Doom. Um, it looks good. It looks like a lot more of the old school Doom, like the run and gun, just run around and massacre shit with big ass guns, which looks fun. It also looks gory as fuck, which I'm looking forward to. Ah, yeah. Just blood and beating people with their own arms. Uh, So honestly, it's I uh, watched uh, like a little developers uh, tidbit on it. And they all were like, we made it specifically that if you stand still, you're going to die. So we made everything kind of, everything kind of combines. Like you can kill one guy. Like that's why everything's so dynamic that, you know, you can jump from one guy to another and run and shoot and then pull his head off and stick it up his ass. And like, you can do crazy as shit. And that's why they added all that in because they don't want you to stand still. You need to move and shoot and fight because yeah, you stand well, still, you're dead. That, you're well, that, that's what they always say is standing still is death. Yeah. Right. So they're, they're always like, you got to keep moving and running and it's just run and gun. And it's sort of scary in its own way. I don't want oh, scary is probably the wrong word. A lot of people use scary to describe games that are actually stressful. It's a stressful game. It's intense. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of uh, anxiety involved in playing it when you're running around. You're down to two bullets. You've got 
50 motherfuckers surrounding you. You've got to get through them, beat them with their own arms until you can get to the bullets. Then you can blow their heads off until you run out and have to beat them with their own arms again. <laughs> so Intense as shit. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that one. And also Stranded Deep, which I'd heard about and I never actually took a look at beyond a cursory glance. I so haven't heard of this one. game. Uh, I'm also being recommended to play Morinatsu, which too late I have. And damn, that game is pervy as fuck. Uh, but yeah. Um, I think that can, I think that concludes our emails though. That's all. Yeah. That's stranded deep. It's all about like, you get stranded on an Island and you have to like build shit. You get stranded and it's very deep. It's basically Uh, lost the game with less people. Um, pretty much and less bullshit yeah the most bullshit last or episode like arc ever. without the dinosaurs which makes it shittier than arc automatically by the way play arc it's awesome um, no, stranded deep does not look like my kind of game you don't like to be deeply stranded are there any scary games it's not a besides... genre i'm interested in are there any scary games besides Silent Hill that legitimately people get scared by? Yes. Doom 3 scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Dead Space. That's dead, all I have to say. Dead Space is scary as fuck. That, the first one? Oh, not even... Let, let, let's just honestly, even going down the line, I've seen shit in Dead Space, like Dead Space 2. I saw shit in Dead Space 2 that I didn't think were was ever possible for them to do in a video game. Honestly, like some of the shit in that game actually was like it's it's the most like holy fucks i've ever had in a video game experience ever Uh, so honestly play the series uh let's see outlast yeah outlast is pretty cool yeah outlast is scary as balls uh there was also that uh that painting one uh layers of fear it was really good i just beat that pretty good with it all had that fucking uh uh uh, non-Euclidean geometry everywhere. Like you had to like, you'd walk in a room and then turn a corner and then turn around and you're in another room and shit. Or like you're in a room with a window and then you walk up to the window and then and you look out and you can't move. And then you turn around and then the window's behind you. And then you turn around and you're in the room that you were just looking through from yep. the window, like that kind of shit. Fucking awesome. Love that shit. Yeah, it's it was awesome. so good. I, I heard a lot of people bitch about it because it's like, oh, you know when it's going to happen. I was like, who cares? Yeah. I was like, it's awesome. It's a great game. It's a, it's amazing. That and if none of you have ever played Among the Sleep, oh, where you, nope. you, play, you play a three-year-old child oh, and yeah. how you perceive the world as a three-year-old child. Okay. I've Interesting. Oh, it's amazing. You have to play Markiplier did a playthrough of that, didn't he? I might have. I think so. It's a couple of bucks, honestly. Like, really? It's it's a totally new, cool experience on the whole horror genre. Playing like a like a little kid and playing a toddler. Like it's pretty it's pretty insane. Because you have like what are you gonna do? Like (laughs) it's the ultimate sense of vulnerability. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You're a three year old kid. But yeah. Um I think that wraps up the emails. Uh, so, yeah. Quality podcast. <laughs> Quality.
Um, wow, Orky made it just at the end of the episode. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the show, Orky. And on that note... Okay, goodbye. We would like to thank uh, Omari and ScreamFox for the uh, uh, logo and thank you. the intro music, thank respectively. Uh, th- very big thank you to all of our patrons and everybody who joined us in the stream today, as well as all of our listeners in general. Um, if you're watching the YouTube video, be sure to like and subscribe, comment, all that kind of shit that you're supposed to say at the end of YouTube videos. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to get a hold of us, you can go to our website, unfurled.net. We have a contact form there. You can also find our links to Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, uh, Patreon, all of that there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go to unfurled.net. Yeah. Fucking do it. Do it. That. Dead. Don't be such a bitch. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking steal your mom's credit card or something. Oh, God. Please don't. Please don't steal your mom's no, credit card. Don't. Holy we shit. do not condone these actions. Uh, But yeah. Uh, And yeah. Later. Bye. Bye. Before we go. So. Write in an email. Because we have this beautiful whiteboard that I've been doodling on. Yeah. So, so if you want to doodle, if you want to doodle with your noodle, I'm not going to doodle with my noodle. It's, uh, um, <laughs> but anyway, if you want to doodle, then write in and tell me what to doodle. And a doodle doodle. Be my, be my doodle muse. Doodle muse? My, my muse a doodle. Your, your noodle Here, muse? If you'd like to. Oh, he's moving it. Yeah, so send in a send in an email, uh, and Adam will draw things. Write an email for you. And I'm gonna doodle. Yeah, I'm gonna doodle. You're gonna doodle. And I'm gonna do it. And then we'll show it off next week. But yeah. you have to be in the stream if you want to see it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So fucking this this pushes all you audio only archaic motherfuckers <laughs> into the world of the live stream <laughs> stop listening on your ham radio get broadband you poor ass bitches oh my god stop listening on the ha- the old ham radio and uh start uh doodle a duke i can't all right it's late that's, i want to go impossible. home yep. all right everyone go home yep go home go, go home and remember <laughs> if you're going to the bathroom be wary of dick snakes. <laughs> Be very wary. Very wary. Uh, but until then, we love you. And we'll miss you. And we're not going to bite your dick. <laughs>